0: What's up, buddy? Welcome to the AJ Bukon podcast. This is episode 16 entitled Masks. Hey, I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in. Um, this podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. Uh, today I'm going to be talking a little bit about, or quite a bit, about masks. Those um, You know, there's ones that we've been wearing because of the coronavirus, uh, but also uh, how masks are used in society today and how we kind of hide ourselves from different people um, for different reasons. So let me just start off here. Um, This is a quote. I had mentioned this on my quick word this week, and I wanted to kind of use this to build what I'm talking about here today. Um, This is by Alan Moore, and I want to get it right on the podcast. Uh, We hear a mask, excuse me, try it again. (laughs) We wear a mask for so long, excuse me, you wear a mask for so long, you forget who you were beneath it. You wear a mask for so long, you forget who you were beneath it. Um, Alan Moore. um, I guess the big thing with this, and I I love kind of taking apart quotes, you know, the premise here is that um, we actually knew who we were to begin with before we even started wearing masks. Um, You know, I I think, you know, in our lives, it's always a process of self-discovery um and kind of figuring out who we are who what our places are in the world and uh, unfortunately we, we do tend to wear masks um, out of fear for of being rejected uh, being accepted um, you know not being seen as perfect uh, you know that's all part of it um, but I, I was thinking kind of about the masks in two different ways um, the past couple of weeks. The first way is like the literal mask that we've been wearing because of the coronavirus. And uh, what I've been noticing is that for me personally, um, because of the coronavirus and, you know, the stay at home, I I found, uh, you know, my personality somewhat um, changing a little bit or gravitating towards, you know, That anxious side of myself that I had, um, that that kind of enveloped me as I was growing up. Um, Always worried about, you know, what was going on around me, and um, you know, for me, you know, I did. I figured out, um, you know, fairly early on in life, whatever that may be, uh, that I was an introvert. And an introvert doesn't necessarily mean someone who is uh, shy it doesn't mean someone who does not enjoy talking one-on-one with people an introvert is simply someone who gets his or her energy from within and is is uh more comfortable sitting back and observing as opposed to interacting like for me um as a teacher i love you know interacting with my students but you know at the end of the day uh, I'm exhausted. It's emotionally exhausting to me. Um, if you see me at a party somewhere, I am not someone who's walking around and talking to people. It's just not, it's just not what I do. Um, I'm someone who's more or less going to sit on the side and kind of observe what other people, people are doing. Um, if someone comes up to me, I, I think it's great. I'll talk to them. But I'm not someone who will um, be out and about so to speak. And so you know this whole thing with the masks um, has affected me in a little bit of a, a different way. Um, it may be the same thing for everyone, but for me, I'm looking at these masks as um, kind of they are like for example, when I, if I go to the store uh, this week, uh, I took I'd I took, I taken mom to the store uh, down to Kroger. And I would say probably three quarters, half to three quarters of the people there, uh, they're wearing masks, um, and and people are keeping their 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 distance, the six feet. And I think that's, I don't think that's a bad thing, particularly with the with so much being unknown about the coronavirus. I think it, it's it's important that we, you know, exercise good common sense in all these situations. I don't go out to. A lot of big gatherings I would never take my mother to a a big gathering because she's older and more susceptible uh, to this but you know we went fairly early in the morning and um, we were just walking around the um, the store but I you know for me I was having a difficult time just basically um, you know reading the expressions of other people because I they're not there Um, not the people but like their expressions like if, if someone uh has his or her face covered you know partially with the mask um you know we're blocking out half of what we see and, and it's difficult uh to read people and if you're someone who you know like i'm a person who um tends to read facial expressions a great deal um, you know as a teacher it's it's what I do because I you know as a teacher I, I have to be able to look at my students and see if and kind of tell visually sometimes whether or not they understand what's going on whether or not they're following me um whether or not they have questions that are just that that they are just afraid to ask or they don't want to ask and so for me I have to be able to look at people to kind of get um a beat on what's going on and if I can't, it increases my anxiety level. And so, yeah, when we were at Kroger, um, yeah, I'm, I'm protective of my mother as I'm walking around Kroger, but I'm also um, having a, a difficult time on an emotional level, you know, kind of being relaxed in that time. And I think that's that's part of the anxiety of all of this. And so, yeah, they're, they're having this literal effect on who we are. I know that, you know, when I left that day, I was um, I was really worn out I was emotionally and physically drained um, because of that it's nothing that she did it's nothing that I did it's just the situation and I'm finding that um, you know it doesn't allow me to interact when I want to and to do the things that I feel like I, I want to be able to do because that anxiety is kind of covering up uh, what's going on so yeah and I yeah, you know, and I, I talked earlier about school. Um, you know, we let out of school uh, March thirteenth and I um, did not interact with my students for uh, two months over two months other than through um, email and Google Classroom and Classcraft. Um it, it was just odd and it, it was um I told um, one of my former students JT Nixon I was talking to him about this and I said it feels as if I'm teaching ghosts because they are the people my students were still there it's not that they weren't alive anymore or anything like that morose uh, or that morose but um, that I wasn't teaching them anymore I wasn't interacting with them I was just interacting with who I remember them to be because I was missing that uh, face-to-face um, interaction, and you know their personalities. It conti- they continue to come through in their writing, um, continue to come through in their. You know, when we had Google Meets um, occasionally. Um, the, you know their interaction came. You know, the personalities came through in their emails. But if I hadn't known them to Begin with if I hadn't spent, you know anywhere from You know a year to two years teaching many of these students um, they would have just been people that are on the other end of the internet and um, To me it was like it's it was like one extreme one extreme You know one side to another like in school Interaction there. It's what I you know thrive on Um, it's what exhausts me But then somewhere in between that and this interaction on the internet and through Google Classroom and, you know, distance learning, there's this gray area where um, I kind of lost myself over the past uh, couple of months. Um, The other thing that I I wanted to to mention about, like masks, and I've been thinking about this, is kind of what they mean. In a, in a figurative way. Like we, you know, I said earlier that sometimes we wear masks, um, you know, to um, perhaps hide our feelings, to, to not uh, present every aspect uh, of our lives to people, or even just not to, um, well, we wear these masks to um, avoid being direct with people uh, for any different kind of reason. And I, um, you know, rejection, misunderstanding, um, you're uncomfortable, you don't know who the person is. And so we don't always present our authentic selves um, when we wear masks. And I think that's something that um, is important. And I've been looking a lot, we can't help but the past couple of weeks take a look at these um, demonstrations that have been going on uh, across America uh, in regards to the death of George Floyd. you know, the protests are happening for a good reason. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it was shocking to watch that video. Um, you know, that eight to nine minute video of George Floyd uh, dying um, at the hands of the police officer. And I think it, it brings up this, um, you know, these issues of race again in the country. It brings up issues of police brutality. And it puts that discussion on the table. And right now, we need to be able to, as a country, be able to talk about this in an authentic way and to do something about uh, these issues so that they don't continue to happen. I think uh, many people in the country are tired of seeing this on the news. They don't want uh, this to continue. Um, We want to have a society where people um, can... Um, interact with the police, interact with um, representatives of our government, um, representatives of the law, um, interact with each with one another um, without fear of, you know, physical violence or losing their lives. And it's a, um, it is definitely uh, at times uh, a violent world that we live in. And I don't want to say that you know, we're walking up and down the street all the time um, and we're seeing this a lot of times when it's on media it's right there in our living rooms um, or it's on our cell phones and this violence is being brought right in our laps and i think it's good that um we keep an open mind and we think about the impact that it has on everyone uh so that we can make change so that we can improve our um our world um let me kind of like shift gears a little bit and tell you about some of my experience experiences particularly with race um be real genuine here very authentic so to speak putting the mask down um i grew up in wheeling west virginia um and, and quite frankly um i don't recall having much interaction with um Blacks, other minorities in this area. Um, it's just not our our makeup here in the Ohio Valley. Um, it's not to say that we, I did not have black friends. I had some in high school. I had some in college. And I'm not saying that to say, hey, I have black friends. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it wasn't part of who I was growing up. Um, th- this... Uh, the social interaction was not part of who I was. So I graduated from uh, Central, went to West Liberty, uh, State College at the time, go toppers. Um, I graduated and then I, I really, I w- was desperate to um, you know pursue my career as a teacher. And at that time there weren't a lot of jobs around this area. And I had a, a difficult time kind of getting into the system. And so I had to make some decisions for myself, and I said, you know, if I really want to teach, if I want to gain that experience that I need to have um, in order to grow as a person and as an individual, I have to uh, move. And so um, I remember one summer I just took this whole long trip. Throughout North Carolina, it filled out all kinds of applications, and I uh, I managed to get a job, um, secure a job down at Fike High School in Wilson, North Carolina, right on um, I ninety um, five. They're kind of adjacent to Raleigh. Um, I remember going down, and I was just so excited because um, I was ready to um, be that uh, that. You know that teacher that I wanted to be, and so when I got there, you know I was um, kind of caught up in um, in um, you know uh, setting up my classroom, kind of getting my life in order, so to speak. Um, excuse me. I had this um, this kind of um, map of what I was going to do, what I wanted to accomplish. but the thing that I didn't really consider is um, that I was going from one um, environment with um, its particular social interaction and social and ethnic makeup into a totally different one. And um, honestly I wasn't I wasn't prepared for it and I'm not saying that um, I went down there, um with uh racist attitudes by any means um i think at at the heart i can i can say fairly that um i do my best to be a kind honest um loving person and i do my best to accept other people for who they are regardless of their background but that doesn't mean that certain um issues involving race didn't kind of you know latch on to me based on what I may have seen on in the media and television and movies um, just through my own cultural experiences so when I went down there um, I remember and this always kinda comes to my mind because it was my first time kinda realizing that um, you know my world had changed at the time and that's when uh, I went into the auditorium uh, it was around the first near the first day of school and all the students were in there and I walked in as a teacher and I was all excited and I walked in and um, you know for me it was a um, a different world it was the overwhelming majority of the the student body in there um, were black um, Hispanic um, and uh, the 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 white students were really in the minority and what I learned um you know that primarily had to do with how the three schools in Wilson County had uh, desegregated and made sure that each school had an adequate representation of um, the population of that area and um, for me it wasn't like oh no what am I going to do it was um, okay wow um, I, I really I have a lot to learn. This is not uh, going to be um, what I expected. And I knew right then and there that it was going to be a journey going to take me on some different places in my life. Um, and I have to admit, over the course of my years there, I was not um, the perfect teacher. There were times where, um, you know, I came in conflict with uh, different um, value systems, different. Um, Ways of looking at race, um, from the white perspective, from the black perspective, and I have to say that I, I learned a lot. And you know, to me, I, 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 when I come back now and I look at where I am now, that helped me to um, develop my authenticity about who I who I was. Because I discovered um, very early in that social interaction that we can't, we cannot stereotype people. Um, we, we tend to do that whether we like it or not, but we have to recognize when we are doing it uh, and the issues with that. So it's a, I think sometimes it's a constant battle in society, particularly when we look at the media and we look at what's on uh, television, social media, movies. It's tough to fight against those stereotypes. And you know, for me, Excuse me. Um, I learned that the best way to deal with that is to kind of keep the mass down to say, look, this is who I am. This is what I believe. Um, and get kind of get to the heart of, of um, who we are. But if you're doing that yourself, you also have to be able to do that for other people. And in order to have that kind of Interchange um, with with different people. We have to be able to take down our mass. We have to be able to say hey um, This is what I think this is why I think it and we have to be open sometimes to uh, Sharing why we think the way that we do we also have to be um, open to understanding why people think the way that they do and we have to be able to say I just need to understand you better, I need to understand where you're coming from. And I don't know that that's going on um, as much as it needs to be going on in the world right now. Um, I'm not anti-police, I think there are police officers out there who do an incredible job. Are there some who uh, abuse their authority? Yes, absolutely. Are there people in the government who do a wonderful job leading us and who represent their constituencies to the best of their ability? Yes. Are there some who probably manipulate, who definitely manipulate the system uh, to serve themselves? Yes. Are there teachers uh, around the country, around the world who work extremely hard, who meet the needs of all their students? yes are there some within the same um career who do not do a good job who um may abuse students or who um may treat students um um not may not treat students equally excuse me Uh, yes and so the the need of our society then is to kind of weed them out to say you know that's not how we're going to do things that is not the future that we want that is not the world in which i live um because we have to make make the world a better place i think that's ultimately what we are we are meant to do and so yeah you know for me and i go back to that auditorium it was really a metaphor for what i didn't understand and sometimes i feel as if um you know, when I'm watching TV or reading the news, I'm still in that auditorium. Um, and the world's my auditorium. And it's not always what I think it should be or what it could be or what I want it to be. And I think we have to embrace it for where it is and then take it to a better place. Um, and so it's difficult to do that if we're wearing masks. Um i don't mean the masks for the coronavirus i mean the masks for um you know hiding our authentic selves um everyone everyone who knows me knows that i I love reading brene brown Uh, one of my favorite books by brene brown is the gifts of imperfection and um after reading that book and numerous other ones that she has written um I realized that I've struggled with that um, throughout my life. Uh, this idea that we have to be perfect, that, that who we are has to be polished um, um, so that people can't criticize us. We, we have to not make mistakes because if we make mistakes that means that we're not perfect. And I have lived my life thinking that and it wasn't until I you know, really started thinking about this and as I grew. Uh, as a young person, into um, you know a teacher who who's been around for nearly thirty years now, um, where none of us are perfect, and she has this great quote about authenticity that I think kind of ties in with um, this idea about masks. Um, this is from *The Gifts of Imperfection* by Brené Brown. Um, authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real. The choice to be honest. The choice to let our true selves be seen. We can't be part of a discussion about anything, in any situation, if we are not being authentic. If we're not coming forward and saying, this is how I feel, this is why I feel this way. And in that same sense, we have to be ready for um, other people to react um, to what we are saying. And we have to be able to kind of embrace that discomfort that sometimes if we're going to be authentic, we have to be okay with other people being authentic. And sometimes that is not something that allows us to feel comfortable. It gets really messy when you do that. But we have to do that. We cannot move forward uh, as individuals. We can't move forward as schools. We can't move forward as small communities. We can't move forward as a country unless we are able to kind of drop these masks once in a while and say, you know, this is who I am. This is why I'm thinking this and be able to really listen to what other people are saying um, and understand because that's the only way that change is going to 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 happen um and we can't give lip service to it we have to be able to do it and uh, make some changes that enable everyone to be authentic and genuine without fear of reprisal um, to do it in a way that that advances everyone so that everyone has equal opportunity Um, anyhow i don't know i I may have gone off a a little bit there i'm not even sure if i'm making a great deal of sense with it You know as always you know that's part of who we are it's why i like doing a podcast uh gives me a chance to sort kind of what i'm thinking about um to articulate it in a different way um and to maybe come to some kind of understanding and i don't know if i'm doing it or not uh, but the process feels good um you know to be able to talk about things and say this is kind of where i'm coming from with that um so again, I, you know, I'd ask you to think a little bit about the masks that you wear on a daily basis, the ones that you have kept inside of you or, or and brought out around certain people, around uh, different groups where you may not feel comfortable. Um, I'm not talking about putting your whole life out there. I'm just talking about being authentic. Um, so it's something to think about. Um, I appreciate everyone uh, listening to the podcast today. Um, kind of doing some different things, uh, with my social media account, the what's, what's up buddy account, doing the quick word, uh, a quick word every once in a while. I think it's a way of kind of putting my ideas out there. Um, just some thoughts, um, in a, in a quick way, like five, four or five minute little bursts with that. Um, so that way I don't feel like I have to do a, a, an extended podcast all the time. It's just something to get my ideas out there. So I hope that you, um, you know, if you get a hold of my the what's up buddy youtube channel that you um you yeah. can subscribe to that to uh get the podcasts um the quick words will be on there um i'm not always going to do video podcasts but you know i'd love for you to follow me on uh anchor or spotify or apple um it'd be, i'd love it if you were were to subscribe um try to do these a little bit more often um, if you are interested in a topic, something that you'd like to hear me talk about or a guest that you'd like, if you'd like to be a guest at some point in time and have something you want to, you know, specifically talk about, um, you can email me at buddy at gmail.com. Um, my website is www.ajbucon.com uh, That's my website that I call um, Time and Space. That's where I do a lot of my uh, blog writing. Um, I also have access to uh, my book on there, uh, My Corner of the World. It's about my first year uh, teaching at uh, Central Catholic High School uh, here in Wheeling, West Virginia. Um, It's still available on Amazon if you haven't picked up a copy. I really appreciate you picking up a copy. It'd be great. so just remember, as we're kind of closing out here, remember, try to be authentic, um, be genuine, be real. And, and the most important thing, I think, right now is um, we, everyone, just need, everyone needs to continue to be kind as much as possible. And remember that um, the people that we see that are struggling, um, those people that we see out there, regardless of their skin color, um, their socioeconomic status, um they could be people imagine that those are people that you love and that you care about you know take the pictures of people who are there and put pictures of your loved ones there and i think you'll start to understand that like that is at the heart of all of this how do we want to treat each other what kind of world do we want to have um and how do we go about achieving that it's a long road um It definitely is not happening overnight, uh, but hopefully along your journey, you can discover some of these things uh, on your own. Thanks.